Hello and welcome to the unofficial, unsanctioned women's UCI cycling show. I, holy shit, Sarah, I actually stumbled. I haven't had coffee yet. <laughs> and I couldn't remember. I, I think I got the name right. But how... doing so well at the moment. We're doing so well. Dan is very, very kindly um, got up really, really early before work to, to record, like we used to do in the olden days. Eh? <laughs> yeah. it sounds like he, Dan's got his extra, extra deep morning voice on. Uh. I've got slightly croaky i'm going to norway tomorrow sleepy voice on because it's like quarter to midnight for me but yes hello um and no it's called past 11 hello hello hi hi <laughs> and we have got so much to talk about we've got so much racing so much stuff yeah. so we're gonna possibly have a bit of a gamble through but i would tell you right now we're not going to cover it all so go to our website prowomenscycling.com and you'll see this amazing list of stuff that we've seen this week and also a separate list of this week's of just last weekend's racing videos because there was just so much yeah so many videos um and awesome ones and then um dare i say really fucking weird ones utah um but we'll, we'll get to that um yeah so absolutely it's been a little over a week since we last spoke so there's been a fair bit going on um i guess i you know how about we start in in france in france in the most recent one you don't think we should start go chronologically oh fine let's be chronological then well, let's start with Utah. So Utah, um, it's, 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 it had me thrown, I've got to admit, because it was live and I didn't realise it was live and that was amazing. It was um, kind of, because they, they have men and women out on the same course at the same time, they kind of had this amazing coverage that just flipped between the two, which was wonderful. That's basically perfect. It um, was terms... basically perfect. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize it was live though, because I mean, yeah. you know, US is probably one of the worst. Like, like Utah time zone of the US is probably one of the worst possible time zones for me, because um, mm. mm. their racing happens at like my four in the morning or something. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so everything I was watching was on a delay anyway. I didn't realize it was live. That's awesome. Yeah. But it was only two stages. I was very confused. I was like, oh, two of you tell you it's a week-long race. And they're like, uh, right, and not if you're a girl. Okay. Um, so, But it was live. The first stage was won by Ali Dragu. The second stage was won by um, Corinne Rivera. And the overall race was run by Hannah Barnes. Um, Corinne and Hannah both ride for United Healthcare. I have to admit, it's done on this weird omnium um, it's not done on like a normal general classification time oh, okay. thing. It's done by this omnium thing. Yeah. Where yep. I think you get points at different kinds of races. I I'm sorry. I if I had any brains, I'd have um, worked out about it. But yeah, <laughs> um, I recommend going on the website. They'll probably explain it there. Sure, sure. And if you if you want to, um, just oh look, I'm sticking with what I said a, a minute ago. Like just really fucking weird race report then check out the, the that's amy cutler's of amy yeah, amy, cutler's. i yeah. have no idea <laughs> I... she's basically talking about the race in her pink kits pink and purple kit with a with a with a snorkel mask rubber ring and flippers and i've got to admit snorkel mask and rubber ring don't go together anyway man you know what the fuck it's 42 seconds long um yeah, you can it's... easily lose um, it's, it's, it's like she's at whatever host house she's at she's just basically raided the pool or something you know is kind of what it looks like but anyway um yeah, yeah. 
It's an experience, a cultural exchange. If it's you a culture, <laughs> cultural exchange, man. Um, yeah, and there's videos, and because of course there is, so you can actually watch the full coverage, and you can watch the last kilometers, and there's uh, photo galleries and stuff like that. Yeah. And so yeah, so as I say, we are romping today. <laughs> have to leave to leave for work um uh you then we have the european championships they were streamed live too well you know europe the paragon of of live streaming races um that's uh, normally true um, <laughs> <I think that's- laughs> are you kidding they don't stream i mean i'll give you broadcast but streaming no no no, no. no they don't know okay it depends which country you're in so for example all the scandinavian uci ranked races are going to be streamed live this year, this year. yeah but that's like saying all the scandinavian oh. countries top the index of best places in the world to live i mean it's scandinavia Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we got like I seriously tour of Norway. Um, I I didn't mention I'm going to Norway tomorrow. Um, <laughs> the latest tour of Norway is streamed live, and then they go to Vagorda, where the Open to Vagorda World Cup is streamed live on Sunday as well. So I am very excited because one of the things that's quite interesting about the live streaming that we've had, and we've had a lot of it recently, is it's not necessarily the um best races this is streamed live do you know what i mean like like the course was was a lot of fun and i'm i would never regret that being streamed for the like what bit that they showed but it's not like it's you know and and the um prudential ride london gp is a great crit but it's not the race i choose to have fun if it was my number one top choice if, if someone came to you and said you can only have you know like five live races this year yeah yeah that, yeah, and it's not even the race I choose that weekend. <laughs> <laughs> now we're getting real. <laughs> that's my passengero was the next day, and that sounds like it was a tax fest from hell. So yeah, so it's it's kind of I mean it's wonderful. It is wonderful to have so much live racing and almost like too much to follow. But yeah, the European I mean the European junior so we said this before that in other country in other continents, the continental champs is for anyone, so the um Australasian Oceania yep. ones, for example, anyone you know is is for the elite riders. But in Europe, because because you know World Championships is basically European Championships anyway. Oh, <laughs> the Olympic oh, Games. That, that won't Olympic come back. That anyway. won't come back to bite you on the ass next month. No, <laughs> no, no. Just you continue to tempt the fates, there, Sarah, on behalf of an entire continent. Please, <laughs> please, and then. And then I, ooh, what will be the revenge when there's a Antipodean or American world champ next month? Oh, you're going to have to eat like live on, on the podcast, American barbecue or something like breach your vegetarian faith laws to, to <laughs> honor the new American world champ. Oh, who do you think it would be? Megan Guarnier. Yeah, exactly. You're based on her year. And, and, oh. And they're going to do like simple tactics. Everyone from North and South America is just going to ride, um, you know, 27 abreast across the whole road and just block it off so no one can get through. Yeah, but luckily American roads are so wide that there'll still be room around the other side. Well, you say that now, but, you know, all I'm saying is get ready for finger licking. So you're, you're saying it's going to be American. You're not, you don't think it's going to be like well, a, hey, a you're, the one, you're the one who's tempting the fates, you know. You're, okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm just talking... positing that it'll be someone from non-Europe. So um, basically, it could be my Yuko. Because, because you've, you, well, hey, in that case, you have to eat Kobe beef. 
you know, like in some whatever way the the you've you've tempted the capricious gods of cycling. Can so, I can I choose the meat I have to eat? I feel like this is rapidly turning into a very different kind of podcast. <laughs> And I kind of think we should get back to the cycling because we're running into territory where I don't feel comfortable talking about. <laughs> I'm, I'm English enough that, that there are some things you just don't talk about. <laughs> <laughs> So the Europeans, so it's basically you have the junior champs and then the under-23 champs. And the winner of the under-23 champs gets an automatic extra place at Worlds. And this is why the Italians and the Dutch go crazy for this, because it's, an, it's basically it's a free spot, yeah? Yeah. For the, and it's a free spot for a young rider. Now, I, I, I kind of don't want to talk about this, but because lots and lots and lots and lots of people spotted it and asked me, um, basically every year we have the same conversations about European champs. And it goes, hey, Sarah why aren't there any British um, riders in the <laughs> European <laughs> Well, it's quite simple. And have, it's because have, have, British cycling is run by UKIP and therefore British cycling is not part of Europe. Yeah, well, they, they, send, they send people not only to the European elite track champs, but they also send them to the junior and under-23 track champs, right? Don't they? So Helen Wyman put up a post, a tweet about this, a one-tweet thing. It's, it uses tick boxes and cross boxes. So GB hasn't sent any riders to the European road slash TT champs because A, they aren't good enough, cross. B, there's no money, cross. C, no idea, tick. <laughs> And it's the same every year and every year I kind of, so I'm sorry if, if you asked me that question, dear listener, and I was flippant about it, and I was like, fuck knows. Um, it's because it's like, we just don't know. And it's crazy because people go, yeah, yeah, it's because funding's linked to Olympic medals. And that doesn't make any sense because A, that's the same for every cycling federation. B, well, yeah, um, a 23-year-old rider might not win the Olympics this year, but she might win the Olympics in four years' time. Yeah. And so if you give her, like, the chance to race against the best in her age group and race against, you know, learn about yeah, race nerds. It, it's, it's called development, which I know is hard because it's a multi-syllable yeah. word, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it's, also, it's also a really, really good chance for young riders to catch the eye of um, top of top teams. And yeah. people watch watch this watch the under the european juniors and under 23s because hell let's be the first person to spot that amazing young rider we didn't know about yeah so you're like and and then once you're in a top team hopefully you're being developed to kind of help you you know win the olympics or win you know it's it's crazy madness anyway so (laughs) it was um started off with the itt's Mm. Um, no, no, um, no uh, delightful Hannah Solovey this year, which was useful. <laughs> but it was, won by, uh, it was won by Agnieszka Skalniak of Poland with Ksenia, I'm going to murder this name, with Ksenia Timbaliak of Russia and Yara Kastelein of the Netherlands in third with Abka Sut of the of Netherlands also in fourth, Juliette Labou of France in fifth. And yeah, Polish site, Polish cycling on the up, which I'm get spoiler alert might come up, might come up later as well. Um, <laughs> over, over in the under 23s, it was won by Mika Kroger for Germany for her second year in a row with Olga Shekel of Ukraine in second and Corinna Lechner of Germany in third. And you may remember Corinna Lechner from such things as her um, as her attacking and her breakaway riding in both uh, Tullingen and also I think in. The Giro Rossa. Well, there you go. See, so um, 
that's that that was the the first round yep. yeah ITTs. and then we went on to the, I, it had the most brilliant commentary i mean the commentary was hilariously great i mean it had a swedish guy jens was saying it's definitely a swede because he's translate direct translating um swedish idioms into english right and he knew a lot of stuff but he had a slightly um monotone ah. <laughs> yeah yeah well you know, and to be fair i can understand how that would happen to someone when they're when they're mentally you know working in like 17 different languages at once like all swedes do so yeah 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 so i'm very excited junior race super exciting um it's lap you know it's laps racing and in the last lap um there was a two woman breakaway with nadia nadia quagliotto of italy and karina casanova of uh russia kind of escapes and got a seven second gap and they got caught literally exactly on the finish line but quagliotto Although they were caught with just like that tiny, tiny bit ahead, and so managed to win by like you know about about bike length. Right. And poor and poor Karina Casanova was just overtaken by um, Rachele Barbieri, um, the Italian rider, which is interesting because you know obviously they were kind of thundering down past us, and then you've got an Italian winning and an Italian in second. Um, apparently, the big losers were the Nelmans, who apparently did tons and tons of work. And I kept looking on the on the you know the photos. Wow, those are great photos. Oh look, there's another. Um, there's another Italian on the front, uh, another Dutch <laughs> person on the front. So, yeah, uh, but it's very interesting because, again, this is why it's really important to kind of, you know, you learn your tactics. We saw this in the World Junior World Championships last year where the Brits were doing tons of work, and maybe it was the year before, and the British DS was like, oh, they just did too much work, it's rubbish. Um, they didn't know they were, and you're like, yeah, but that's where you learn to do it. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah Lebu, who was fifth in the ITT, was fourth on the road, and Martina Alzini of Italy was fifth. I mean, that is a lot of that's three Italians in the top five. Yes, that is uh, well, and you know, as as a certain commentator on the sport is fond of saying, it's the Italians and the Dutch, always the Italians and the Dutch. So, yeah, yeah, mm. um, but very sweet because the Italians were um, were riding with um, Chiara, Chiara uh, Pierrobon who, who, uh, who yes. actually yeah. died the week before and should have been there so it was it was they had um, Chiara Chow Chara on their gloves and yeah. uh, which is you know very very touching and you know because they're a very close-knit team and everyone will have known everyone and you know yeah. you just don't want she should have been there and yeah, so that was the junior road race. So you're sitting there, oh, that was exciting, you know, breakaways course on the yeah, line. Yeah, exactly. Love that. So, yeah, um, under 23s, you're looking at it going, yeah, I'm going for a Dutch or an Italian winner out of this one. And um, especially with the Dutch team, oh my God, they had um, Talita de Jong, they had Flirtia Mackay. Yeah. Uh, oh, Flirtia Mackay, she's such a good rider. I always forget mm. she's still on this. They had last year's winner, um, uh, Sabrina Stoltians. They've got Anuska Costa. They've just got so much talent. Yeah, um, yeah. But but no one's going to, you know, and there's, I think there are a couple of, there must have been a couple of um, <laughs> the um, Von Trapp family of cycling, the um, ah. Droitz families um, of, uh, in, in Belgium. Tons of Italians, uh, young, young Italian riders, Mika Kroger and Corinna Lechner, who were very, very good in this race. So it's basically they're pounding around, lots and lots of attacks. No one can get away, particularly strong attacks from Cash and Neodoma. And I felt a little bit guilty because 
I thought that the um, Polish team were just there to like make up numbers <laughs> for cash in, you know, you know, you know, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like I used to, I used to, there was a year where I used to think that about Nederland Blewett, that they were just like six riders there, you know, five riders there to give Mariana Voss a chance, an excuse to ride. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, no, not quite, not quite. No. Yeah. So it's in terms of attacks and, and then one gets away and it's Nuska Costa from uh, the Netherlands that gets away and, and the only rider who kind of can jump on her and catch her is Ilaria Sanguinetti from Italy. Yeah. And they're out together and it's very exciting and it's it's interesting because Anuska Costa has been such, a, you know, she was such a good domestique for, um, you know, for Rabo and she, but she's also a, uh, in the Giro, but either she's also like best young rider in Energy Water. She's yeah. you know very strong, and Ilaria Sanguinetti is one of those riders who she came back from a doping ban because she'd used a um, over the counter skin spray. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yep. and it had something in it that metabolized into something else. Yeah, and yes. Yeah. One year ban, and yeah, they go. The, the commentator didn't know that. He said, oh yeah, she hasn't had any results from last year. That's unusual. Ah! <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Just took a gap year. She was she was on holiday in Australia. You know. yeah. um, and, and, and yeah, so yeah, so but she's come back stronger and she's had some really good results this year. So these two are out by themselves. But you just know that behind them there's this really interesting stuff with especially the Germans and especially Cashinia Doma yep. attacking. Yeah, yeah. And I made some slight, I, I, I was laughing at Kasia and Yodoma attacking on the climb. It wasn't a very big climb, but every time it was going, you just could see them just scrambling to kind of counter these, to counter the attacks and the moves. And um, there was a fantastic attack at one point by Talita Jiyonga before this break got away. And yep. anyway, it's Kasia and Yodoma. And I said, oh my God, you know, Kasia, she's so great. She, um, she's a super climber, mm. but she's, um, but she likes to, but she doesn't stop her attacking on the wrong kind of courses. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. so yeah so um anyway so they're, they're they're racing out the front two are racing away and very hard to kind of get get back to them because you know the entire as you say the entire um as you said about the americans in worlds ah. <laughs> entire of the italian and dutch teams are like you know uh uh you know stopping anyone else gets away until neodoma gets away and she gets away and joins them, and she um, and the only rider who comes with her is Talita de Jong from the Netherlands. And they're chasing and chasing and chasing it. You're sitting there going, "Oh my God, Anuska! Just look round and see that's your teammate." Yeah. <laughs> and so you look. It says a front group of four. So eventually they catch them. It's front group of four: Cashinia Doma, Climber, Ilaria Sanguinetti, Talita de Jong, and Anuska Costa. And you're thinking, okay, yeah, that's basically going to be Sanguinetti versus de Jong to 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 make the catch because you know, I think Anuska Costa has done too much work. So it comes to a sprint, and Ilaria starts her sprint early, and Cashinio Doma is right on her wheel, pulls round and wins. <laughs> oh my god! Cash has won a sprint video. A sprint, a, sprint <laughs> a sprint finish to take out the Euros. I mean, that's yeah. that's. Um, it, it certainly breaks the traditional narrative. <laughs> Yes, yes, it does. So, yeah, exactly. And how much do we love races that break the script? So, yeah, Cash yeah, yeah. Doma first, Ilaria Sanguinetti second, Talita de Young third, and poor Anuska Costa, who's fourth, gutted. You know, she's done all that work to kind yeah. of get the way and then to do it. Um, and then uh, 10 seconds behind her bring is another Dutch uh, rider, Rianne, Rianne Marcus, um, with more Dutch. They basically had um, one, two, three, four, five, six Dutch in the top ten. Far out. That's wow. Okay. 
Yeah, and 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 you're like on the one hand that's yeah yeah you're the strongest team, but on the other hand, six Dutch in the top ten, man. Yeah, and, well, yeah, six Dutch in the top ten, and what did you show for it? Like I know. Ouch. Ouch. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So interesting, interesting yeah. stuff. Um, yeah, some really good, you know, just like lots of fun there. So yeah, great race. Uh, if you can track down the full video of it, watch it because that was fun. Yeah. Um, there's some highlights, and I'll see if I can find the full thing because that was hilarious. <sighs> also, over in Europe, the um, mountain bike, mountain biking. The not in Europe, in America, mountain biking, Wyndham World Cup in New York State. Which, you know, um, I know already, without having actually seen any of the mountain biking, I already know that you love it because there's a good dose of helmet cam. So <laughs> There is. We had, yeah. Um, I would, so Pauline Framfabeau won the um, uh, cross country, um, which is yay, Pauline, um, yep. the under-23. Uh, is she still under-23? Yes, she is. So, you know, it's, it's like, damn it, though. I wish she'd been at the under-23 Worlds. But, you know, she was over in... Yeah. America winning mountain bike World Cups. Um, Rachel Atherton won the downhill in unfeasibly, I think by something like nine seconds, nine and a half seconds, uh, over the man on Carpenter. And they've got their helmet cams side by side as Red Bull bike is wont to do. Yeah. And it's just. Those are great videos. Riding. Like, honestly, as we've said before, I do just, you get to compare style and technique and and i think those are some of the most interesting videos um, i want to see itt videos like that you know actually I mean, yeah, I that would be that would be yeah but see the thing is it wouldn't be hard to record them and then even if they played them back at like one and a half times speed or something like that so they're a bit faster oh, that would be so cool wouldn't it though but, it would yeah because just seeing the lines i mean can you imagine seeing i don't know fabian cancellara versus uh you know versus you know versus tony martins or oh my god ellen van you know ellen van yeah. dyke for ellen van dyke versus nisa Brunauer. Oh. yeah exactly all of that would be pretty amazing so yeah, I was just going to say I was I was I was actually going to get back to the mountain bike rather than continue to fantasize about helmet cam side by side videos. Um, I was going to mention I thought there was that awesome photo that of Ray Chatterton, um, that was on, I think it was her Instagram, um, with you know like you, where you just get that that photo her eyes through the helmet, mouth partly open, full flight on the bike. I thought that was yeah. a good photo. Yeah. But um, the other thing I wanted to talk about Wyndham was it had the return of one of the original mountain bike legends and still, like, completely legendary Missy Geove. Oh, my God. Like, Missy was... I, I, she was the she was like this rock star rock star punk rock star specifically of mountain bike like back in the 90s 2000s former world champion on the downhill yeah um broke every bone in her body an out lesbian complete uh in you know when when people really didn't like you know when other riders were just like being quite stained buttoned up and she was just like this this punk amazing amazing style and so you've got like all the kind of commentators Rob Warner and Claudio Calori just go, oh my god Missy because she was back yeah. she hasn't she's like ridden something like 20 mountain bikes the mountain bike 20 times in the last 10 years because when she retired she got busted for um, basically um, marijuana dealing 
Because <laughs> she's found with her car completely full of dope, and and, the, and she got she basically got um house arrest and uh you know um house arrest and then like a, yeah, a long period of don't do anything bad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and the thing they did said that the reason they, they the reason that they kind of didn't send her to prison was because a they tracked the dope back to a hippie farm in Colorado. Right. <laughs> so it's not like part of a cartel or something. It's like part of a hippie farm cartel. And B, she has no kind of guns or anything like that at yeah, all about it. Yeah, yeah, And C, her partner's a lawyer. So <laughs> well, <laughs> and, and, yeah, and, and, I mean, again, it's just one of those like ahead of her time things in a way, isn't it? Because you know, yeah, now yeah. in Colorado, yeah. that that hippie dope farm is like one of the biggest staple businesses in the exactly. in the state, or yeah. <laughs> so. And, yeah. and then Missy, you know, so Missy, she was she was like doing her. You got the pictures of everyone else, like on the practice runs and the qualification runs. And she's there in her jeans and like shirt with a bandana sticking out of her back pocket, riding a rental bike, like just. And she, um, she, she, she had, she actually redid her qualification run. I can't remember what happened in in the first quality, but she, she qualified and she, but they're watching her on the final on her run, and she's like, she, she, her, pe- her foot comes out of the pedal just before she hits this huge, this big jump. Yeah. And it's like Rob, you know, Rob Warner and Claudio Calori. Just, oh my god! And they're like, yeah. And most of the men, if that had happened to, they just wouldn't have taken that jump because that was that. You know, she was so, so, so amazing to watch. Just like. Ah. <gasps> Missy, <laughs> Missy, um, she's uh, so other famous Missy things is that she used to ride with her the the desiccated body of her pet dead pet piranha around her neck, as you do. And she, she's do. like, and she, and she's like, so was like, you know, male or female, she had some of the most amazing style, and she had, you know, some of the most biggest impacts on the sport, like, yeah, you know. Yeah. Like, I, I think like, I think original um, descriptor, you know, punk rock is is pretty accurate here, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just yeah. just you know, like you've got these pictures of her with her like head, you know, the the undercut and her hair, you know. Yeah. Oh, just yeah. I have I just oh my god, Missy. I couldn't tell. I couldn't. Tell. I read an, I, I did read an interview with her from Dirt magazine from a couple of years ago, which was I did think she's um. Yeah, a uh, little bit of a hippie punk. Like some of, I think you'd have. I think if I'd have read you the article, you'd have like been coughing <laughs> mouth of rage. But um, yeah, like. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so impractical. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more just like you know hippie. And <laughs> <laughs> um, one more mountain bike thing. I just wanted to mention. Lovely Yen's uh, sent me a link to. Uh, a video with an Alexandra Naylor, uh, 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 I've forgotten her name, uh, Alexandra Engen, who's under t- was very, 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 very super amazing uh, under-23 rider and eliminator rider, and she basically stopped riding at the end of last year because she right. burnt out. Yep, yep. And there's this little film video of her, but if you run the text through Google Translate, you can read it where she's talking about how she can come back to cycling after bur- after having cycling burnouts. And I'm just like, that's very cool. Yeah, well, it's nice that it's nice that she's got something to come back, and yeah, because yeah, so often people don't, you know. I mean, it can be a very cruel sport in that regard because there's so little reward for the women anyway. That yeah, mm. yeah, and and you know, and also I guess as well, if you're twenty, you know, if you're under twenty three, I can't remember how old Engen is. She's not, you know, she's not that old. It's it. You know, it, it's it's hard, isn't it? It's yeah. like it's 
hard is is you're traveling all around the world which sounds amazing but you know it's yeah but it's work and it's stressful and you're you're on your own or with people that you don't know that well and you're on timelines and and stuff it's not like it's some big extended holiday no no yeah should we do the route de france let's let's or should i say where huh you know like the casual we like yes you know, but it's more like, yeah, a French guy told me that. So it, it must be true. He, it, No French person would ever mislead an Australian in how to speak their beautiful language to play some sort of joke on them. Just, no, or it just wouldn't happen. No, no, no. So what's happened in the route to France, Dan? Um, well, you know, cars have been on the course and... It's a race in France that's not in Plouay, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> basically, basically. I cannot get behind the French stage races. I try really hard and every time it's, it's like, yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, you're staying in campsites, cars on the road. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I mean, this is the thing, like, it, yeah, it's just one of those, it's one of those races that, you know, like people who've been listening to us for a while know that it's sort of every year we just sort of, we both have this sort of awkward introduction and just like, yeah, it's problematic sort of Well, thing. it's not, it's not, I mean, it's not the worst one. I mean, it's yeah, not like yeah, the perfect the door, which has no, like, no, no, is it in the middle of an internet, in a complete internet, is that dead zone, no. mobile phone, dead zone. And, I mean, there are worse French races. Yeah, and, I mean, and, and that's the thing. And so, so Exactly, we wind up sort of equivocating because we're like, well, there are worse ones, but it's still, oh, but, oh, sort of. So, yeah, I mean, you can read what it's like from um, Lauren Roney, I think, and uh, Kimberly Wells are blogging about it oh, on Oh, that's right, they tips. are for, for cycling tips, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, um, so, so who won what, Daniel? Um, so, uh, I, I think it was stage one that, um, I... You're gonna to have to help me on this one because I'm pretty. Oh, okay, sorry. Oh, sorry. I thought, sorry. I thought you had. I, I thought no, no, no. I, I, it's stage one. I'm pretty sure it was Kim Wells, Kimberly Wells. No, no, not no. Kim. no. Uh, uh, no. No. Okay. See that. That's where so, I'm. Then. Amy Peters won the ITT, which was a short ITT. Yeah. Yeah. Then Lucy Garner won the sprint for um in stage one. Right. Georgia Bronze won the sprint for yeah, stage two. Yeah. And stage that was two. Kimberly Wells. Doctor Doctor Kimberly Wells was on the podium. She was that's third. So, right. Yeah. Okay. See, there you go. That's that's. Uh, right. Yes. Yeah, stage three yesterday yes. was won by Elisa Longo Borghini in a solo break attempt. Yep. And, and, and stage four was won by Nettie Edmondson in a staggering three-up win for for no, Will Honda. No, 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 no. Stage no. It was won by Laura. <laughs> so let's do stage. Let's do I yesterday. did that perfectly. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Yeah. So, stage three won by Lisa Longo Borghini in a solo breakaway attempt, and she said that, um, and she crossed the line with a um, a tribute to Chiara Pierabon. She said that she wanted to remember her, yeah, which was just really, you know, sweet and sad, and yeah. So um, that was Elisa's thing, and then I was particularly enjoying the Wiggle Honda headline for today's stage because Edmondson second again in complicated Route de France <laughs> stage finish. Hence, hence my my probably not that funny to anyone besides me joke. 
<laughs> so um so it's it's got this is her quote it's got a uh, I was for, I was in fourth wheel behind two Optum girls who almost crashed, so I had to go up on a footpath and do a standing start, Edmund said. But by that time, I couldn't think about a lead-out or anything because Lauren was just too far in front, so I had an 800-metre attack, I guess, and I almost got her. Yeah, which, you know, to be fair, from the from the finish line photo, yeah, yeah, she nearly did, and, and it sounds like it was a great effort from Nettie. Um, it's, it's... But I'm still proud of Lauren. Yeah, exactly. It's just one of those, like, you know... In every every other story in the world, it's a shrug your shoulders, that's bike racing kind of moment, <laughs> and, <laughs> and and in a wheel Honda press release, it's a it's a two hundred word headline. <laughs> yeah, so there's two, there's three more stages of the Route de France because it's a seven stage race. It'll finish on Sunday. They are going up. Le, oh my god, I forgot the Le, Le Planche de Belfi. Yeah. Well, you know, that that sounds pretty much like that French guy said it to me, so yeah. Yeah, it's which is like a famous, famous, famous climb. Um it's a beautiful, uh, famous, beautiful climb. Um I do like the fact that it's the board of beautiful girls. It's a ski resort. It's supposed to be stunning and great, and we won't be able to see it. Hurrah! But we will be able to see the ladies' tour of Norway, which is streamed live. <laughs> I, I, I sense a touch of bias, but you know, I, I mean, you can't argue with facts either, can you? So no, you can't argue with facts. One's not. So yeah. I'm just betting that we're not going to see any cars on the road in Norway. <laughs> it'll be it'll be that snowed in. You think? <laughs> Apparently, apparently in Bergen it rains 350 days of the year. Oh yeah, but for like four minutes at a time. It's not like it's England. Yeah. <laughs> well, Bergen's were... lovely. I won't hear. I won't hear a word against Bergen. It's gorgeous. Did, did you get rained on? Um, no. I think I was in a pub at the time. <laughs> you must have been. What about getting to and from the pub? Even you didn't sleep in the pub, Daniel. No, no. I I walked back to the train station. It was great. How much money did it cost you? The train. No, the pub. Oh, the pub. No, the pub was pretty good, actually. I only spent... I suppose by Sydney prices. Yeah, but see, that's the thing. Everyone's like, everyone's like, oh, Norway, so expensive. And it's like, mate, Sydney, literally, literally second most expensive city in the world. So Which is the first? Um, I can't even remember because I, we're more... I think it's Zurich. We're more expensive than London and New York and... And yeah, like it's fucking horrible. So I'm just I'm just googling that now. Sorry, because it's just that's just like one of those that I, you're just remote flashing back to my dad um, for uh, yeah. Oh no, that's most cap- expensive city for expats. Is <laughs> Wanda in Angola? <laughs> hey, you're not even in the top ten, man. Like it's great well, for, for, um... for expats. Because <laughs> all you got to do is sell a, a house in British pounds or. Or American dollars, or the euro, or whatever, and or Norwegian krona. And uh, okay, so yeah, okay, yeah. so okay. Um, da, 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 oh, seventh, you're only seventh most. Oh, cool, now. that's better. That's better. Yeah. No, okay. I, I just remember last year or the year before we were like number two or something, and it was just oh Monaco and property prices. It's Monaco. <laughs> I don't think Monaco can even count as a city. Dude, can Monaco can Monaco count as anything? Like it's a weird fantasy world isn't it that's just like it, it defies the, the laws of nature and physics yeah yep yes it does um i have so what else we've got to flash oh god you need you're going to be late for work <laughs> I, I, yes, 
Yes, I am late for work. Yes. Excellent. Um, things that are coming up. Oh, poor, poor, poor Annemiek van Vleuten was yeah. hit by a car training and um, had a punctured lung and like a whole load of bone breaks. And oh my God. Yeah. And just particularly in Livigno in Italy. It just, oh my God, what a terrible, terrible thing. It's just not fair. She's had all those leg problems, you know, problems with mm. the iliac artery yeah. and stuff. And it's, it's, yeah. So our best wishes and love go out to Annemiek van Vleuten. I think that might be her out of worlds. I'd say it, it must be. I mean, I'm certainly not expecting uh, uh, um, Emma Johansson style back on the bike in a week and a half kind of thing. Um, no, no. You know, um, collapsed lung is is you know little little bit more of a thing than just a straight up broken collarbone. Yeah. So yeah. Um, if you have money to spend, we've got three well four cycling related money to spend things. Um, Hannah Walker, who's a young British cyclist, is got a is raising trying, raising money for the um, the Anthony Nolan Trust. Uh, the Anthony Nolan Trust um, specialise in support for and finding donors for people with um, blood can you know blood, blood cancers blood yeah, yeah 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 and stuff yeah. like that. Um, Hannah's Hannah's not had a great season because she donated her well basically she she donated her bone marrow to for her brother yeah who's got a who's got aplastic anemia or something like that and unfortunately it didn't take you know mm. it wasn't a good it wasn't a match and so yeah. Hannah with all the drugs and the donating hasn't been able to ride you know ride at her best this year but she's got a Kickstarter to raise money for the Anthony Nolan Trust if uh-huh. you're in the UK I'd you know you can spend your money that way. Um, a different way to spend money in the UK is uh, the Dave Rayner Fund, which is a fund that supports uh, British, uh, young British cyclists have just announced their party tickets are out for their party in, in October, which is apparently not at all booze laden and full of gossip <laughs> at all in any way, shape or form. Oh, no. Yeah, but um, yeah. yeah. And if, what I was... if, you like, if, if you like fun things, isn't there a Scottish one? There is Braveheart as well. Oh, what's you saying? <laughs> but yeah, I now I'm looking for these funds, chaps. If dear listener, if you know, I know of the Dave Rayner Fund, the Braveheart Fund for Scottish cyclists. Um, obviously the Amy Gillett Fund in Australia yep. funds like um a yep. scholarship for one uh, rider. The Amy Dombrowski one in the US. Amy Dombrowski one in the US. Um, I want to say the Jam Fund that's set up by one of the uh, male cyclocross riders supports right. male cyclocross riders in the USA. And there's the Emerald Fund in Ireland that's new. But if you know of any others, specifically in non-English speaking countries, but anything, you know, these funds that are basically set up to help cyclists, they don't have to be just cyclists, then let me know because I want to feature them in a post, yeah, in a blog yeah. post. So hit me up on Tumblr, um, on Twitter that's at that. underscore pigeons underscore. Um, more things to spend your money on. Um, Iris Slappendell's designed a kit for Miltag. So that's um, a top shorts and a cap um they're women's designs but you know nothing's stopping you wearing the cap blokes or wearing the design like geez get get some oh, adventurous oh, bib shorts, des- shorts are designed differently daniel uh excuse me some people can make their own sartorial choices sarah I, it's anat- anat- anatomical issues not you don't get issues. to make those decisions for other people i'm sorry but you just don't Okay, so, you, I, I'm all in favour of um, of of, uh, of bending the rules in clothes. So yes, that's fair. That's fair. Um, gentlemen, feel free to buy it too. Yes, um, that's on the flag. And the last one is Molly Molly Shatterdam Howling, a USA rider. She's a lawyer. The hour. Uh, the hour. The hour. Yes. I wonder how long it'll take. 
I actually didn't think it was that funny, but uh, I'm glad you did. <laughs> I didn't think it was actually that funny. I just thought the fact that you said it was funny. Um, <laughs> I tried to, I tried to make it sound like I cared. <laughs> yeah, if you notice, Dan and I have difficulties around the hour record. So um, yeah, but she's got a Kickstarter to. Um, if you'd like to see it live, you can. You can. Um, she's yeah. trying to raise six thousand US dollars to. Um, Get yeah, to the, stream it, yeah. Yeah, I she's got two thousand dollars with fifteen days to go. So, yeah. um, if you want to fund it, then you know, then yeah. Or if you're somewhere near where it is and have a phone and want to use Periscope, that'll. Mm, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, 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 yeah, I, I, I would think that I would assume that streaming an hour record attempt is is slightly easier than streaming anything else in cycling because it is on the track. But anyway, yeah, yeah, exactly. The world is. <laughs> Um, yes. Um, what other things do we know about? Oh, we'll probably need to talk about this more next next week. But um, Velocio SRAM, no more. Yeah, yeah. That was a bit of a big announcement during the week. Certainly caused a, a whole amount of fuss. I'm look. It's sad. Um, I have to say, after the end of last year's season and the the difficulties that the team had there, I'm I'm not exactly surprised. Um, but I'm also kind of curious to see what happens next. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's gutting. I mean, it's Christy Scrimger, the uh, management. She's been, you know, no longer. She's she's been around the women's team since um, High Road in 2007. Yeah. And yeah, and so yeah, it's it's. Oh, I mean, you know, there's it's gutting, and I hope that the riders all have things. And I mean, to be honest, if there's any team that deserves to be, you know, to to, to kind of have something you know a rescue package i'm stepping the saving it's this one do you know what i mean yeah exactly but, yeah, to, to have some sort of good news come through and and solve it would be good but yeah i'd like that mm. so yeah um sad 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 and the end of an era because you know i came into women's cycling when it was htc versus Savello was just the exciting thing and they have definitely been a part of the transformation of women's cycling from yeah. a very individual based sport to, to 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 not being able to win without a really good team yeah, you know like absolutely. like just absolutely. amazing yeah. and christie's influence is is spectacular but of course you'll carry on with the um Velocio apparel and and Ali's her, bars. Yeah. Ali's bars and things like that so yeah. yeah i just you know hope hope everyone else gets gets yeah hope hope riders get snapped up and land where they you know in good places and and mm. stuff and good that, that as much good comes out of it as possible, really, is what we're yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah. So, um, what's coming up? Vigorda? Uh, Vigorda? I mean, Tour of Norway, uh, obviously. Tour of, oh, yeah. Is there a race in Norway? There is. Well, there's... there's. I, I, look, honestly, I, I don't even care if there is a race in Norway. I would watch the live stream of you falling over in Norway. How do you think I'm going to fall over? Oh, there'll be a patch of ice somewhere or... A step or something. I'm not going to fall over in Norway. I'm going to be a consummate professional and excited person. I'm, I'm not sure, even going to. I'm sure you would normally be fine. What I'm really hoping is now that I've said it, that you do actually fall over at one point and are just if like, I, if, Dan, that bastard. <laughs> Dan, if I end up in a Norwegian hospital. <laughs> Surrounded by lovely Norwegian doctors and nurses. Yeah, I'm sure you'll be really Dan. upset. Yeah. There could be there could be, a, there could be compensations. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
so. Yes. Yeah. But if I if I end up, but if I end up with a punctured lung from falling over in Norway, I am totally blaming you. Sure, sure, okay. Um. Also, so then we go into the Golan races are on next week. Apparently, yeah, pretty we, exciting. Um, if they yeah, make uh, it safely into Golan, yeah, yeah, and then um, the open to Swedvagorda team time trial and Ro- and World Cup, and at yeah. the same time as Trophy Door. Um, which you know, bad timing for the Trophy Door, but you know, um, yeah, yeah. exciting, exciting. Oh God, I love, love, love the Open to Sweat for Gorda. Gonna, are we going to live? Are we going to commentate it again, Daniel? I think we should. I think we should plan to. Well, I mean, you can't say again because we've never commentated that race before. So we commentated. Okay, sorry, we've commentated before though, haven't we? Let's well, commentate it. We have. We have. I was actually thinking just um, just earlier. I was I was mentally um, planning my <laughs> my beer stocks. <laughs> <laughs> on the assumption that we would so <laughs> because because we're, when we commentate dear listener we're, we're, we're thoroughly professional <laughs> one of us is and that's what matters um, speaking of professional Paul Dan does have to run off to work so thank you yeah. so much for listening um, any Go to our site, prowomenscycling.com, and see lots more that we haven't got around to talking about because we didn't plan this very well. Um, <laughs> and hit us up on Twitter. I'm underscore pigeons underscore Dan is Dan W official. Thank you very much. And um, we'll talk to you uh, next week. In And Sarah will be speaking fluent Norwegian. It'll be great. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong?